Job seekers, stop the endless job hunt. The Blue Collar Recruiter is your key to the career you deserve. Are you a skilled worker seeking the right opportunity? Look no further. We connect you with employers who appreciate your dedication and expertise. Technicians, electricians, plumbers, welders, and more. We've got it all, and opportunities are just waiting for you. So skip the frustration and let us guide you to your next job. Call the Blue Collar Recruiter, 678-916-6145, or visit thebluecollarrecruiter.com. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Extra 106.3 would like to welcome you home. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show with Jim Niarcos and Dan Watkins, only on Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome to the All Four Seasons Home Show, brought to you by Dan Watkins, owner of All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. I'm Chris Lalamia with the Trusted Toolbox, Atlanta's favorite handyman, filling in for Jim Niarcos. Before we introduce today's guest, though, Dan, you've celebrated a huge milestone in your company. For any of us in the home services business to actually be able to do this for 25 years and have an impeccable reputation that you've had at the All Four Seasons Garage Entry Doors is amazing. Well, thanks, Chris. It's it is um, it's 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 strange to think of that it's been 25 years. It, it at times feels like it's been 50, and sometimes it feels like it's been five. But um, you know, it, you, you come a long way, and you think about all those. All those hours you worked, and especially early, those times when you didn't have anybody else. Well, you know, really, it was all on you. And um, and then my family coming down about halfway through, and and really helping me out. So uh, very proud of it. And um, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate it all year long. I love it. Yeah, twenty five years. And think about that if you're listening to the show. Just doing t- anything for twenty five years, it's hard, and it takes discipline. And you know what it's like. And if you stay with a company, which is hard to do now, stay at a company for 25 years if you're in the corporate world, like I came from before I got into this world, it's hard to stay somewhere for 25 years, much less be able to provide and service people and, again, have that incredible reputation you guys have. So well done. That's exciting. But let's go ahead and jump in. We've got a great guest today who's been in business longer than 25 years. (laughs) So he's making us all look like spring chickens. We have Billy Bell from Billy Bell Plumbing. Billy, welcome to the show. Yes. Thank you, sir. So, Billy, you've been doing plumbing, uh, and we talked a little bit before we got on there, since you were in high school. So how many years have you actually been on the tools and doing the plumbing work? Close to 35. Again, making us all feel like spring chickens, because plumbing is, I guess you would say it's easy, but for many of us out there, that's a skill set that you've got to practice, you've got to know what you're doing, and you've got to be trained right. You've got to enjoy it, too. Mostly everybody I get really loves what they do once we get into it. That's awesome. Yeah, how did you... uh, how did you get into it? Why don't you talk about kind of your background for just a minute here and, and how you got into it and the genesis well, it, of the, the company? It ended up being uh, a way to afford dates and, uh, you know, cash to uh, buy cars, go out with the girls and have a wonderful time. And I had plenty of cash because the pay was always, you know, fairly good. And uh, and I liked doing what I was doing and it just... Uh, I was told if you ever pick up those wrenches, you'll die with them in your hand, and I still won't let them go. <laughs> well, there you go. It's just like music, right? Every every music, every song is always about a woman or a car, so <laughs> you, you got to do it for plumbing. I love that. Uh, you had mentioned before we got on air that you had the good fortune of being trained by some people who are legends here in the metro Atlanta area. Oh, Let me talk oh, about yeah. how that opportunity showed up. Uh, walking 
from uh, high school to hunt a job, well, it wasn't too far to this place that I walked to. It was uh, Hulsey Plumbing, and uh, John was one of the best teachers I ever had. Rookie Johnson uh, with Bill John Plumbing. Uh, these guys are uh, high-quality people, and uh, I enjoyed working for them. I didn't know what quality was until I came into these people's lives, and uh, they taught me. You know, people are always going to complain about the money, but uh, never let somebody complain about your quality. It'll bring you into the king's palace. I love that line. You know, just, again, you do a quality job, and you're going to be around for 35 years, 25 years in Dan's case. I mean, that's just a testament. You're right. People will complain about money, but when push comes to shove, they will pay for great quality, great service, and being able to trust that you're doing things the right way. Yes, sir. I agree with that 100%, and it's proven over time. Well, plumbing, too, is one of those things where you just can't let it go, Chris. You know, you, you, I'll get that next week, it's maybe next leak. month. It's just a little leak. <laughs> exactly. Underneath that's, the sink. That's one of those things where you you got to come off that wallet for you know, with, with a plumber when, when something happens. So um, how do you guys handle your emergencies? That's, you know, that's got to be a big part of your business. It is. We, uh, we do a lot of scheduling during the week, and we always run an on-call crew. Uh, basically as a courtesy for folks that's customers and new customers usually call us too but uh, we, we extend the the weekend work for people and there's plenty of emergencies there's plenty floods uh, septic backups and uh, sewer backups there's just uh, there's plenty of those yeah and they you know they, those can happen at night just as easily as as during the day so um what do you do when somebody calls at 11 o'clock at night and they got something going on? How, how can you handle that? You want honesty? Well, anyway, <laughs> of course. We'll, we'll answer those calls and we'll, you know, we'll say, we'll ask them, uh, basically, how, how serious is this? If we can uh, talk them through a situation like uh, walking them to a cutoff to where the emergency's over and then we can come out in the morning uh, I guess to save them money by doing it that way. But if it's something, you know, like a, an elderly lady that just does, has no clue, we, we, we go up on those all the time. Where time we get there, it, the water's coming out the front door and uh, down the driveway. So uh, we try to put off what can be done because it's more difficult at night and the liability is much higher. So we only go unless it's a real emergency and we try to. Uh, we try to steer them in the right direction the best that we can, but uh, when you got to go, you got to go, and you call everybody, and you bring out all the equipment, and uh, we put on the show and do the best that we can for them. That's got to be disheartening, walking up to your house, <laughs> and you open that door, and water comes flying out, four inches of water, and you're like, oh, Man. boy. It, it, I mean, it, you got to be, you got to be, what, a counselor? You got to be, somebody take you through a little bit, make them get through the mental anguish? Right, everybody, everybody has to talk, and there's some that are angry, some that are surprised. Oh, back in the freeze where you uh, where it was so cold, you could drive down the street and you could see the, the frozen sheets coming down the front of the house into the road, and you would see the ice from uh, when it was so cold here a while back. Yeah. You knew who had a leak and was going to leak because it hadn't thawed quite yet, but you could see. <laughs> That's uh, that, that was uh, – so, yeah, when, when we have, especially here in the south – you don't think about that. Uh, you know, I came from the north, and so did Dan. You know, you see some plumbing down here, and people go, we all just run that thing up through the attic and run it back down, and I got a, I got a new shower already going. And 
And uh, that thing is uninsulated, sitting up in the attic. And when we get cold snaps down here, it's it's bad news, isn't it? Well, not always, but yes, there's there's some that shortcuts are taken, and uh, they end up with the insurance claims most of the time. Is what happens. Yeah, I wonder how that affects the insurance claim. Like, if you had somebody come out and 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 do some shoddy work like that, I mean, how does the insurance company react to those kind of things? Well, there's. There's uh, inspected work and uninspected work. The reason we're licensed is to protect the public. And uh, if the work is inspected, then things are done right. But then there's a lot of people that say they're this and say they're that, but they do not have the licensing for it. And you're taking a chance when you hire those folks. But when you hire licensed folks, they are licensed and insured, and the insurance usually back the claims up. Yeah. That's a great point. I, you, again, you don't want to spend that money a lot of times. So yeah. We're trying to find a cheaper option. But let's go back to it again. Price is usually down on the list when push comes to shove. Quality and trust that these guys do it the right way, especially when it comes to plumbing. Because we're talking about those. I mean, that damage to these houses when you have that water flying out. I mean, it's not in just thousands. It could be tens of thousands. Well, you, you know, I was talking to somebody the other day, and it was a younger guy, and he was talking about having worked on at his house and. uh it's funny when you're younger, you're looking for that cheap, you know, you just don't have the money. But when you get a little bit older, you want to find that good company to come out and you don't want to have to risk some of the problems that come with kind of getting that one man show or whoever. And you want that warranty when something doesn't work that you're going to find somebody, um, they're going to come back out and fix it. That's great. I, I, again, talking about you go through that arc of life, you know, you don't have that money. And so you don't have as much money as you'd hope, and so you're going to try things, and you're going to use that to justify what you're trying to do. But a lot of times it just comes back to bite you. Yeah, hope and a prayer, right? Right. I mean, (laughs) guilty. I've done it. I mean, you're right. My first job out of school, I don't have any money. I was doing all the work myself. I'm pretty handy. But every once in a while it can come back to bite you Yeah. and what you do there. You know, Billy, you brought up one thing as an inspection. uh, You know, you get your work inspected. You have your licensed plumbers. You have 15 guys that can go out there and do the work, and you talked about quality. Talk a little bit about how you make sure that these guys are doing it your way. Uh, before I put someone out on the road, uh, I'm a very particular kind of person. And how you carry yourself, the way you speak, I like positive people. Uh, first, before I begin to train someone, I kind of put them through a little bit of a hard time. Sometimes I ask them to dig holes by hand, see if they're just first willing. Uh those easy, those easy goers usually walk away pretty quick, and then I find out if I've got somebody worth training. Uh, my latest one was Doug. Doug was uh, difficult. Uh, anyway, uh, they'll tend to get out ahead of you thinking that uh, they know better, but uh, I tell them, you know, let's take this time, do it together, and I can teach you to do it right, and you have quality in your work. Uh, Doug has learned to have quality in everything that he does. At first starting out, uh, helpers are uh, very difficult to train because they all want to do what they want to do. But the proven ways done over the years by other plumbers that I've learned from, uh, I always tell them, you, if you've got a new way, show me, and then we'll make, a, we'll make an assessment at that point. And, We'll decide together which way we'll do things. And uh, I'm always open-minded, but uh, I know my way works, and that's what I prefer. 
and then I don't have to worry about floods. I don't have to worry about callbacks. I don't have to worry about complaining customers, complaining about the work. I like it, especially because he said the name Doug. It just made me laugh. It's like, <laughs> it's like hey, Doug, it's time to do it's time to do present tense, man. You need to dig, Doug. <laughs> That's what Doug says. He says it, it ain't. You don't have to tell me to dig. It's already dug. <laughs> I love it. Well, Billy, this has been great. We're getting ready to coming up on a break. You're listening to the Extra 106.3 Hall Four Seasons Home Show, where we're going to talk more and more about plumbing. But stay tuned because we're going to come back and talk about one that I think is always interesting. We're going to talk a little potty talk and talk about septic systems and what you need to do to make sure you keep yours up to date and what happens when they go wrong. So stay tuned, and we'll be back right after this message. Calling all aspiring tradespeople. Ready to master a new skill to boost your career? Introducing the Blue Collar Virtual Trade School. Learn from industry experts from the comfort of your own home. Whether it's HVAC, plumbing, or electrical work, we've got you covered. Gain hands-on expertise through immersive virtual simulations. And connect with instructors who have been in the field. Elevate your career potential. The Blue Collar Virtual Trade School. Where future begins with a click. Visit the BlueCollarVirtualTradeSchool.com or call 678-916-6145. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. We are back on air with the All Four Seasons Home Show brought to you by Dan Watkins and the the team over at All Four Seasons Garage and Entry Doors. 25 years in business. As he said in the first segment, we're going to celebrate this sucker all year long <laughs> because 25 years, I aspire to be there. I've only been doing it for 16 years. This is Chris Lalamia with the Trusted Toolbox, your favorite handyman here in Atlanta. And today we've got Billy Bell in here, and he has been doing this for 35 years. So you want to talk about the youngster sitting in the room right now. That's me, even though I might be a little older than Dan, but we won't get into that. We got 76 years right here in the home service business just, just talking about this. If you can't learn something today about... Plumbing or the handyman stuff, garage doors. I mean, just just listening to us today, it's got to up your uh, up your IQ around the house and what you need to do for your home. Your home IQ is going up. I like that. You're right, and we're doing that. <laughs> so last segment, we were talking about some of those bad things that can happen on those cold freezes and what happens when water gets in the house when it shouldn't. But one of the things that Billy has said over his years is that he has also got a specialty in septic tanks, which I have found not a lot of plumbers are are versed in that subject. And you really got to know what you're dealing with because if you don't know what you're dealing with a septic tank, a lot of could happen. And uh, they didn't bleep me out. I bleep myself. But 
talk a little bit about septic systems and what do they need to do to maintain them? If you've got a septic system in your house, what they should be doing to maintain it, and how often should somebody come out and service it? Well, first of all, don't scream and yell, call Billy Bell. Uh, <laughs> septic systems are uh, not seen every day, so a lot of people do not know how to maintain a septic system. And it's very much like the oil in your car. If you want longevity, service is the key to anything that you own. Uh, my favorite customer is the one who says, well, Will Boldly, and he, he comes out and says, I've never pumped my septic tank in the last 20 years. I already know then that they're about to write me a big check. <laughs> uh, so as they proudly oh. say that, I just humbly stand there and we wait till we get to that point. And, uh, but no, let's get back to servicing. Servicing the unseen thing is uh, there's filters, there's things inside the tank uh, that happen. Septic is, cor- is corrosive already, so your, uh, your system's degrading over time. Uh, so we get in there and we dig them up and we excavate them about uh, minimum every five years due to the fact that you have, uh, you have granular soil. So what happens with the soil, which absorbs the water from the septic tank, the black water, uh, if not pumped, the, uh, the solids end up getting out there, clogging up, creating a biomat, slowing the absorption rate of the soil down. So immediate uh, problems from that are backing up due to rain, and that's your first sign you're having a malfunctioning septic system. So when it rains and you're realizing that you got smells, you got here gurgling going on, that means that it's not uh, absorbing as fast as it used to. So what, by servicing minimum, by pumping the tank and clearing out the solids, you you allow water to only be in your tank, and 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 the the bacteria inside the tank dissolves the solids from the water and from the air and the byproduct is the sludge and removing the solids and the sludge out of the tank stops it from going to the drain fields and uh, they work for a long time i say it's more like people how many people do you got in your home so you could have a three-bedroom home and you could have 10 people i would say every two years uh, there's a lot of homes out there now that's not accommodating. You've got a three-bedroom home, which is a mom and a father and two children. Nowadays, you've got a couple of families living in one. And then I say you need to get it at least every two years due to the fact of the people. Uh, those systems are calculated on 75 gallons of water used per person a day. So when we get more people on a three-bedroom home than what it's uh, meant for, we end up with malfunctions. I've noticed that landowners now that own the properties are now changing uh, their leases because what happens is they'll rent a house to a couple and they'll move their mother, brother, sister's families all in this house. And within three months, the water capacity that they're using, you know, usually a water bill is around 28 bucks. And it's... uh, we're sitting here at $98, and you're using lots of water, and nobody knows why because there's nothing leaking. Well, it's because of the people in the home taking the showers, washing the clothes, and that system's not designed for that. So we have a lot of problem with that out there.
You know, is there anything else you can do from a maintenance standpoint? I mean, do you put anything in there? You know, outside of getting it pumped, is there just something you can put in? You know, people talk chemicals, anything like that that can help that septic tank out. There are products out there that uh, we've got new technology in the products that are out there. Uh, I don't want to endorse just anybody, but we we do offer products. Some of the some of the municipalities will tell you that there's. Uh, not to use products everybody's got a different uh look on the snake oil and i tell them you know uh, i believed it was snake oil to start with and then we did a little test with my neighbor had a backing up system and we was about to put in drain field for her and she was right next to me the guy came to me with this particular uh uh treatment and we started putting them in the drain fields and unfortunately for us we did a lot of less repairs on the drain fields using this uh this treatment and uh, we offer it to people but uh, it doesn't it doesn't work good for me as far as the money coming back on the repairs <laughs> when we use the treatments right. but uh, everybody's got a different view on that well there you go I'm, uh, if you listen to the show and you want to get more you can always call Billy Bell don't scream and yell call Billy I Bell say. and he'll help you out maybe even give you that secret sauce maybe that secret elixir the snake oil that's it <laughs> i say uh do your own research because it's out there yeah no that's great advice and, and that's a great question because it's that unseen thing you know when if a lot of us are on sewer here in atlanta uh, and so we don't think anything about it because that's not us that's the municipality we know but when you have your septic tank and you're on that here's the benefit you're not paying for sewer and so you said 28 to 98 bucks i'm like i wish <laughs> right. but i'm in fulton county and i'm paying for a lot of sewer <laughs> right. so i'm not used to that so that's uh, that's always good i think with septic that's the one thing i have learned i've said this before uh, already but if these guys don't know what you're doing on septic you got to make sure you're gonna you get a plumber out there who does because there are guys who say quote unquote yeah i'll take care of your plumbing but they don't know what they're talking about especially when it comes to septic well and speaking of that too when you do you do any kind of the new construction where you're putting those those septic fields out there yourself at, at least every week a couple of systems a week and 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 I, I know you talked about how many people are in the home i mean well how when you're when you're trying to figure out how big of a field to do and i know there's there's a couple different types that you can do i think just depending on you know what the land is like um, how are you figuring your your size of that field out? Um, is it how many bathrooms? Is it how many bedrooms? What do you what do you what do you generally do? So first of all, when you purchase a piece of property, you want to get a soil test. We got to know what kind of soil we're working with. The soils determine the capacity of of absorption into the ground or percolation. They got perk tests. Uh, so anyway, we determine our soils, and then the, the soils are uh, determined by the county. They, they calculate the, the soils per bedroom, uh, and then we go by bedroom to put them in. And sometimes the square footage is increased due to the types of soils. So usually your last lot in the subdivision is the lot that's got the worst soils. That's why it's been overlooked. <laughs> that, that's, if you get, aren't picking this up, there's a lot of detailed science that has gone into the ability to put these septic tanks in. You know, there's a lot of great innovations with the sewer system that was started in the early 1900s, but septic fields have been around a lot longer. But you could see already that Billy's got the experience to understand its absorption rates, soil, size, capacity. And there's a lot that goes into placement on the uh, on the property and how you do it like that. So that's definitely something 
that if you want to get more information on you got to have a plumber do it. you got to have somebody who knows what they're doing. Well, you know, you think about just building a house in general, all the things you really have to think about to make sure that you are not going to have problems down the road. And, and obviously people have been building houses for a long time, but uh, you know, that's, that's the same thing. If, if you're going to build a house, right, you better have the right guy because if, he, if, he's, if he's missing some of these steps here, you're going to have some problems down the road. So let's uh, shift gears a little bit. What are some of the things that you've seen the most in terms of problems in houses? Uh, time, settling. Uh, the settling causes a lot of problems. Breakage, breakages in water lines, breaking sewer lines. Uh, settling uh, does uh, the under slab piping tends to swag. Over time, we end up with the swags creating stoppages, uh, basically a little pool for paper to collect. The paper collects a little while, then we end up packing it, and then it stops up, and then it's all up in the floors. And well, then everybody's upset. Yeah, everybody's upset. Yeah, you, you don't know, want that stuff in the house. <laughs> you know, just on a side note here, Chris is going to be doing some bathrooms at my house moving forward. He is. He is. We're doing some updates on bathrooms. And I got, I told him, I said, the one bathroom I got, I got toilet, that toilet clogs all the time. The shower tends to, you know, pool water at times when you're using the drain and the sink, we've had problems. It's up in the top, top floor. What do you think? I'm just throwing this out here now. You, I just gave you a scenario. What do you think is going on and what do you think it's going to take to fix it? You're saying that that toilet stops up a lot? The, the toilet, the sink, and the shower, all in that same bathroom. In a second-floor master bath. My guess would be there, you know, I don't know what year your home was. but uh, 2003. Okay, so that was right around the area which uh, they, they had long sweep uh, turns horizontal to horizontal, and then the short sweeps would be from horizontal to vertical. So... Uh, I would say you could possibly have some a little short run in there that's got a uh, due to room up there in the top floor. Probably has a horizontal to horizontal with a short sweep, catching and possibly a fall problem, and backing that bathroom up. You just have to pull it and run a camera, and let's take a look at it. And uh, then we'd have to go into the sheetrock and correct what's wrong. So it's probably just somewhere in there. There's just something, and you got to. There's a back grade somewhere. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Well, Diagnose well, it just off now us we know. giving the symptoms, and we do. <laughs> but we like the idea. So we're not going to have to worry about that drywall because we're gutting that sucker before we uh, we put that camera in. So we got you covered on that one. Yeah, um, that'll, that'll make it a little easier. Right? That camera. You talked about settling. I think that's one, especially in a slab. Uh, we've had an experience with a customer. The same thing happened. He said he had us out. Uh, we're a handyman, and uh, we were getting ready to pull some cabinets, and he felt like the cabinetry, there was a leak in the cabinetry. So as we were pulling the cabinets, no leak, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. Couldn't find it. We're looking. And the water, as uh, I came out there later because my guys were there, and the water started coming up from uh, underneath the slab in a crack. And we were sitting there going, oh, no. And we, we didn't know. But now, you know, Billy talks about that, and that's where they had to call a plumber, and the plumber had to come in, dig up the concrete, dig up the, the slab, and then redo we the We got piping. one now. Uh, right now we're doing the, uh, the ex-sheriff in Hall County. Uh, we've had to saw cut his slab up. It's old cast iron. You know, the, the cast iron was used 60s, 70s a lot. And what we're seeing a lot of now 
is the water only travels through the bottom of the pipe, right? So that's where it's wore out, in the very bottom of the pipe, and it's rusted. So what happens is uh, the bottom, the top of the pipe's good. If we could just flip it over, you know, everything would be great, but uh, you can't flip it over. Like a bat, like a mattress. Right? Exactly. Just like a mattress. <laughs> and it's got some air coming through the top, too. Give you a little air. No, you can't do that. No. So, so the bottom gets rusted away and uh, catches all the paper, stops up continuously, nothing travels. It all ends up in the house, and everybody's ready to do anything to get that stuff out. You know, speaking of that, too, we've gone through a couple of generations of uh, plumbing, right? Like where you, you had the cast iron and then what was it? What's the other that everybody needs to replace now and, and put in? We got there's so many types of pipe. Terracotta. You've got uh, Orangeburg. You've got cast iron, PVC, ABS. Yeah, so and, what is code now? I mean, if you if you come in, is it I mean, is there anything where you have to change those pipes based on let's say you're selling your house because it's out of code there well no there's a there's a particular use for each one rigid pipe usually carries in a shallower burial depth because it doesn't flex the deeper we go under a traffic rated area you can use plastic if it's bedded properly but if you're in a shallow let's say a manhole's not that deep and we have to go shallow across there so if trucks are going to run across it we need to use something more traffic rated so that uh, it doesn't swag and create problems. So where I thought you were going, and I'm going to ask this, so you're talking <laughs> about sorry. waste piping. Um, on the supply piping, there was um, a, a blue polybutylene pipe that they used in the late 90s that has been starting to fail. Yeah, and that's road. what I was and thinking. Is, talk a little bit about that, because uh, I might be saying the wrong things too. Blue poly was... Uh, 80s 90s yes there was a billion dollar lawsuit with the blue poly and the gray poly uh that's still out there but uh there's no lawsuit anymore now they've gone to a new uh flexible piping which is pex uh the pvc is the the regular pvc carries the largest uh manufacturer's warranty which is uh i think it's 55 years of any pipe manufactured it uh it outperforms copper as far as that goes it's 20 years on copper but uh we we're, we're mostly doing houses nowadays with uh pex and pvc so uh, what's the advantage of pex what what is that because uh that's that was the next question is if i'm building a house or i'm going to change out my plumbing and just talk about you said hey pex is the way to go what is that pex has the ability to uh expand and contract uh so if it freezes it's uh, where CPVC shatters, bursts 20 and 30 foot lengths, and the whole system's gone. Uh, copper would uh, freeze, and it would uh, relieve itself by popping two or three places, okay? So uh, you still had your system there, and you just had to fix a few leaks. But with PEX, uh, it's, it, it'll absorb a little bit of the weather. Uh, it'll freeze uh, and not bust. Or if it freeze and busts, it won't be the entire system. Because if you leave the heat off on a house, everything's gone. It just, it ruptures everything. So along with PEX being one of the newer products out there, what else, if, if I'm building a house, what else would you say, hey, this is the best way to go with plumbing? With Man, I love stuff? copper. There's nothing that'll beat it. So you, you'd say, I'm still going, give me the copper. It's expensive, but copper's the only way. Uh, you get 50 and 70 years off uh off a of good copper, top L copper. They don't build them like they used to, Dan. 
Well, you know, they don't, and I, you know, I got another plumbing story over my rental house. I had to replace all the pipes. I was starting to get leaks, right? I mean, we kept going back, and it was another plumber, and it was another repair, and it was drywall again, and and uh, one of them finally took some pictures back there, and boy, did it. You don't have to be an expert when you see some some of these pipes starting to fail and what it looks like back there. You just know it's a, it's, it's just a matter of time. You're going to spring another leak and you're going to do the same thing and it's just going to keep going and going and going. So we, we've just replaced all the pipes in the rental house and that's just the type of thing you got to do sometimes, right? A lot of times when you're experiencing leaks, the the, the main thing that you need to uh, address if you've got a good plumber would be your PRV, which is your regulator. Uh, if, you're, if your regulator's bad, you're, the pressure's exerting on piping. There's some minimums and maximums and everything on different particular pipes uh so when it comes through the 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 potable system through the purveyor then it's delivered to you we reduce the pressure because the purveyor has to have a high pressure so that everybody can draw from so once we get it to the house we reduce the pressure those things go bad and what happens is that high pressure is exerted on your home causes water heaters to rupture causes pipes to break that would be the first thing a good plumber would check is your pressure on your home when That's you a great have one. leaks. That is a great one because um, I, I, here I am, you know, again, in the business, right? I should know better. Um, so I put a, um, I put a Moen flow valve in, uh, which regulates the pressure. It tells me how the pressure is, but if there's ever senses a leak, it shuts off automatically with a solenoid. Great product. Highly recommend it. Love great. Put it in, and it says, man, your pressure is 110. I'm like, no, I can't be. No, your pressure's bad. I'm like, oh my god, this thing's wrong. The the, the new digital thing I put in, it's got to be wrong. So uh, I had one of my guys come out there. He's got the pressure, uh, and sure enough, it's 110. And uh, one of my guys was looking at me. We, we took care of it ourselves cause, because it was my house. We can do it. But uh, it said, how long has that been in here? I said, well, I've been in here since 2001. He goes, and here we are in 2019. You haven't changed it. I said, no. Huh? He goes, well, how long do you think these things last? So how long do these things last? <laughs> well. <clears throat> there are cheap ones that I that we got that last about two to three years. There we go. Then there's a seven year, uh, and then there's a ten year. So, uh, but not a nineteen year. <laughs> yeah, no, not a nineteen that's just year. Negligence. That's right. That was that's right. Homeowner <laughs> negligence. That's who I am, baby. That, so that's what I learned. I was like, oh my god. So we did. We changed it out. Sure enough, the pressure went back. But what was happening? And Billy talked about uh, the water heater was going bad, but uh, my toilets were leaking. Oh yeah. Know? Right, because it just blasts right through those things. So high pressure in a home is a bad thing, man. Everybody says, "Hey, I like a lot of pressure." I when I, when I take a shower, I like a real heavy pressure. Yeah, that's one thing. But heavy pressure in the house, having high pressure, does not work. It's like blood pressure, man. Can't be high. Well, how do you know? I mean, how often should you have the plumber out to check things like that? I mean, well, you you have a uh, you should change the oil in your car. What every five thousand or yeah. three thousand? I don't yeah. know. The more often you have things checked. The, the better off you are. So I would say every every home needs a, a home checkup yearly. You've got things in your home that need to be verified at least yearly to be inspected by a plumber. That would be to test the pressure to verify your PRV's good. There are lines like uh, like your uh, <clears throat> excuse me like your uh, washing machine hoses. They're rubber and they're they're not rated for uh, 100 psi. So you've also got solenoid valves in your dishwasher, your your uh, ice maker. All of these, that's the first thing that pops, those in the toilets uh, when a PRV goes bad. 
A so this is what you would be looking at when you know, kind of getting a tune-up so, on the house. So right? What I do to I check my stuff every every year, you know, because uh, you know you don't want to you don't want to come home and the ceilings are falling out and they're all <laughs> over the, the living room suit and uh, you're sitting here thinking, oh my gosh, and then you got to live with contractors for months, you know, and uh, you you go stay in a hotel for a couple of weeks. You try to get all this uh, insurance money back. And you're arguing with adjusters and everybody, and uh, now you got to live with this stuff. So, uh, preventive forethought's much better than hindsight. Yeah, that's right. That's a great. Pay point. me now, pay me later. So that inspection fee is well worth it uh, to have somebody come out there and check it because you just hit on it. And you know, I'm a contractor, and you don't want me in your house for the next month. And you're right, you don't want to be dealing with insurance because, especially here in Georgia, if you haven't had to go through this. The homeowners insurance, the auto insurances are all going up because of all the catastrophes happening around. There, there's a lot of things like that, but we know insurance never likes to pay. So that that's the bottom line. Doesn't matter what insurance it is, they don't like to pay that money out. So it can be a fight. All right. Well, we're coming up on a break, and you are listening to Extra 106.3, the All Four Seasons Home Show, with your guest Dan Watkins, who has been hosting us for many years, and we've got Billy Bell in here talking about all things plumbing. So stay tuned. We're going to talk more things that you can do to prevent big problems from happening in your house on the next break. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Job seekers, stop the endless job hunt. The Blue Collar Recruiter is your key to the career you deserve. Are you a skilled worker seeking the right opportunity? Look no further. We connect you with employers who appreciate your dedication and expertise. Technicians, electricians, plumbers, welders, and more. We've got it all, and opportunities are just waiting for you. So skip the frustration and let us guide you to your next job. Call the Blue Collar Recruiter, 678-916-6145, or visit thebluecollarrecruiter.com. This is the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. Welcome back to the All Four Seasons Home Show on Extra 106.3. We've got our host, Dan Watkins, and we've got a special guest in here. Don't scream, don't yell. It's Billy Bell. I love that one. Billy Bell Plumbing's in here. So we are going to pick it up with one of those great DIY nightmare stories. So I had a toilet back up, and I'm like, you know what? I can do this myself, so I'm going to go plunge it. I'm going to go snake it. I'm going to make it all happen. And so I'm doing that, and then I flushed it again. It didn't happen. Next thing I know, water's flying all over my hardwoods. But don't worry, I cleaned it up really quick. How would I do? 
oh, you've got to get some professional help at that point because I've been told that before. <laughs> Here's that almost uh, every we, day. We, we all need it, don't we? <laughs> professional help meaning uh, once you once your home gets wet with uh, sewer water, okay? There's there's two you know basic two classifications: potable water, potable water, and uh, sewer water. So. Uh, it's a little more intricate when you get into sewer water. So uh, what happens is your floor gets wet, and then you've got 72 hours to address this problem, and then you start having black mold. Black mold gets into uh, things and starts growing. It'll grow up the walls. It, uh, I walked into a house one time. I think it was over at one of the golf courses in uh, Oakwood. Uh, I'm talking the black mold had grown up the walls so much it was draped in there like cobwebs and everything it growed into the cobwebs this particular person was uh he was somewhat of a rocket scientist uh some kind of scientist anyway and he a was, real rocket scientist. yeah right he had not been downstairs and i don't know how long but it had got wet down there and the sewage was going down there in the basement and uh when he did open the door that black mold was everywhere they had to go in there and mop suits and everything you know with you know because of the respirators and all that don't do something like that so when it gets wet so immediately uh you want to get somebody in we can uh we can get somebody in to check how wet things are and then what we need to do at that point and you want somebody to represent you to your insurance company so that you get uh the most money back because if you ask the insurance company for somebody they're working for the insurance company and those guys are going to do when they're working for them they got the insurance company's best interest in mind so you want somebody that will represent you and be your advocate to your insurance company. Be careful what you say because they're always subtracting. That, that is a, a big point that uh, you brought up, and not the insurance part, but you, you have that leak. And a lot of times people say, well, I got the toilet fixed or I got the thing. I got this fixed. The and home gets sick and people get sick. Exactly right. And so it may not affect you today. It might not affect you tomorrow. But if it stays there, it continues to grow, especially when it's in a wet and a wet environment and it has air. So that's a that's bad news all the way around. Yeah, you know, I thought the other point was really good, too, though. Somebody represent you with the insurance company. That's a big deal. I mean, I know with the roofing companies, that's that's a big deal. I've dealt with that before. But if you've got a professional in your corner, they're, they're on your team instead of the insurance company's team. And that, that is a big deal. And, I, and that's probably across the board with a lot of things at the home. I had my own house flood, you know. I come home with the, uh, the ceilings on the, on the couch. And this was my own house. So uh, I, I thought, the plumber's house flooded, <laughs> right? And then I get my, my insurance guy out there, and he wants to give me 8000 bucks. And then uh, we went round and round, and finally, you know, he ended up paying for everything. It just took a while. You have to go back and forth with him, but you got to have the right person in your corner because all he wanted to give me was 8000 I don't I don't want to sit here and say that I got 28000 but uh, – but that's the truth. Well, uh, he's not listening, so it's all right. No, yeah. <laughs> they fixed the floors. They fixed the yeah. walls. I mean, they painted it and everything. Yeah. The, they have to put you back at least like you was. Yeah. So uh, you can't match those hardwoods. So that means all the hardwoods come out. So many people uh, that we have served uh, say my home is much better than it was, even though they went through the headache and the problem of what they went through. Uh 
it gets in your head when you get poop water in the walls or in the floors and it's squishing up between your toes and they say Billy I don't care what this can you help me can you get this out of my house and we we go to doing what we have to do there's a mental image for you right there huh <laughs> sure was she painted that image huh? for sure that's called toe jam in a bad way my friends sludge between the toes don't don't scream don't yell call billy bell just don't you ask me to jam. take my shoes off <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, well, hey, I got one question, and I think for both of you guys, I'll know this one. Um, but I'm interested. And there's a lot of people out there that change the toilets, right? And when they change those toilets, for one, what are the best brands to use? But what's the best setup too? I mean, sizing wise, whatever. If you're if you're putting in a toilet at your home, what's the toilet you put in, and why? Uh, you know, not everybody can afford uh, the expensive toilets. You know, uh, the gold ones like you got at your house, right? Well, I like I like color. I really do. I like color. Color's good stuff. Uh, uh, Mansfield's good stuff. Gerber's good stuff. There's so many good products out there. the The thing about, like I said, is maintenance. First thing you want is uh, the water level should be an inch below the overflow. Okay, that keeps your toilets from running and your uh, water bills being low. Okay, so a lot of people don't uh, after they buy a new house, what happens is that pressure gets on the system and some of those uh, ball cocks in the toilets end up uh, diaphragms get a little stretched due to the pressure and that water level will rise and they'll run all the time. Okay, that and the flapper. So the good toilets, uh, you know, like I said, I like Kohler, uh, American Standard, Gerber, uh, all your name brands is good. Anything that's uh, cheap. You paid forty nine ninety five for your toilet. Well, you got a forty nine ninety five toilet. A good that, toilet costs two to three hundred bucks. And that so, forty nine ninety five thing is not flushing jack. Right. And then else. is there a capacity? You know, I mean, can you get bigger basins? I mean, anything like that? Or is there any options? Or is this thing just regulated? It's government now? controlled. Everything is one point two eight flush on the on the gallon capacities. They've even we used to uh, when they first did the you know the the reduction in flush. We could always uh, get around it, but now they've gotten smarter about us doing that and getting more controlled with it. But, uh, yeah, there's always a rebuild method and a way around it, but uh, we don't recommend it because, you know, when we set the system up, it's designed to operate at a certain uh, speed. And so with the 1.28 flush, we set them up to try to work as well as possible. You know, my favorite toilet is the one where you open the door and it actually picks up for you and starts playing music to you and it automatically starts warming the seat. And those were what I used to call the Japanese toilets, which were the best because you had the warm seat. And oh, that's those spritz. totos. Huh? That's Toto. right. Yeah. So those are my favorite. But again, not With everybody the bidet can afford built those. In. So, all right, Billy, you've been on. We've been talking about a lot of things, all things plumbing. But what we wanted to do is you've got an offer you want to give to the audience. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what they can do when they talk to you? Uh well, I tell everybody, basically, we'll come out for forty nine ninety five, give you a price on your work, and uh, if you go with the price, we'll waive the forty nine ninety five. Our pumping starts at four ninety five for a thousand gallons. Uh give us a call. Uh extra labor costs extra, I'm sure. Everybody's aware, you know, the the simpler it is, the cheaper it is. So uh give us a call. Don't scream and yell. Call Billy Bell. And seven seven oh five three six Five zero eight three. I'm looking right at his shirt. That's how I figured it out. And, and a web address, real quick. Uh, Billy Bell Plumbing at gmail.com. That's the one we send everybody to, uh, just for 
but the ones where you really want us is info at billybellplumbing.com. We all have customer relationship management systems and home services. Dan has them. I have them. But Billy's got a special one, and it's called Mom and Diane. So if you call Billy Bell, you're going to get Mom or Diane on the phone, and they're going to make sure you get taken care of. This has been great. You've been listening to Extra 106.3, the All Four Seasons Home Show. If you learned something about plumbing today, that's on you because this has been a lot of good fun and a lot of good experience that we all got. Thank you, Billy Bell. Or and- my brother, Chris. Oh, don't forget Chris. Yeah, that's a great name. Yeah. I love that one, too. <laughs> Dan, Till next time, we're out of here. we got to make sure everybody's taking care of your home. Go out there and check us out on the app, 106.3 Extra. We're out of here. This is an Extra 106.3 podcast. To hear more live and local content like this, tune into 106.3 FM or download the Extra 106.3 app. Calling all aspiring tradespeople. Ready to master a new skill to boost your career? Introducing the Blue Collar Virtual Trade School. Learn from industry experts from the comfort of your own home. Whether it's HVAC, plumbing, or electrical work, we've got you covered. Gain hands-on expertise through immersive virtual simulations. And connect with instructors who have been in the field. Elevate your career potential. The Blue Collar Virtual Trade School. Where future begins with a click. Visit the BlueCollarVirtualTradeSchool.com or call 678-916-6145. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team? Build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com dot com.